Hello, hello. Well, hello there. Welcome to our very first life updates episode. We thought this would be fun to kind of just give you guys a little update on what's going on currently in our lives. This week, it's the pregnancy edition. Yes. So... Today we had our 36-week appointment and everything went well. They did a lot of swabbing and poking. Checking of the cervix. Yeah, so that was exciting. But everything's looking good. Um, Baby is still head up. So typically babies have flipped head down position by now, but... If you're unfamiliar with that, it's called breach. Yes. So baby is still breach. We're hoping that in these next few weeks she'll flip around for us. So stay tuned on that. They say it can happen up to the last week. So we're just really waiting out whenever baby gets ready to just somersault. Definitely. And then right after that, we actually went to a place called First Glimpse and they do 40 like ultrasounds and it's also a boutique. They have lots of really cute baby clothes and stuff there. So we decided to just pop in there and just see if we could see her face. And Which we couldn't. We, we haven't been able to this entire time because she's folded up, like you said earlier today, Kimber called it folded up like a taco. Yes, she's got her legs like above her head, like in a taco, and then always has her arms or hands in front of her face. So, so it'll be, it's good though, because I feel like whenever she comes, surprise, this is what I look like. So true. It's also interesting because I didn't know this before we got pregnant, but the doctor, if you go like that route, the doctor's office only scans you. I don't even know. I'd have to go back and think, but it's like four times. Like you only get four ultrasounds throughout your whole pregnancy, which to me just seems crazy because it's like I only get to see what's going on in there four times. So my sister-in-law is a um, ultrasound tech and also have some friends that are ultrasound (laughs) tech. So needless to say, popped in to some other places a few times just to kind of check things out. But at this... um, this first glimpse place today since we couldn't really see her face or anything they just kind of measured her and they were seeing how she was measuring and she's currently is it six pounds four ounces three three six pounds three ounces six pounds three ounces at 36 weeks and four days she's a big girl she's a big in just like her mom (laughs) can i say that no. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You're not big. It's just No, we were both like bigger you're strong. babies. Sorry, I was saying like like I'm beefy. Big, beefy, that's it. Oh, like perfect. Built, that's what everyone wants. To muscular. Hear. <laughs> uh she she at one point her belly, uh baby's belly was measuring ninety eighth percentile, which means she's in the top two percent of baby bellies. Yes. I had just eaten also, so I think that may have had something to do with it. But Jordan and I both were big babies. I was born two weeks early and I was seven, nine, I believe. And Jordan was eight something. Yeah. Eight pounds. I think I went closer to the due date, but, uh, it's just funny because uh, I mean, although I said you're beefy, you're also very small structured. Like you're just a little tiny kind of person. Like before you got pregnant, you were one, what? 25. I was one thirty. One thirty, which that's, that's respectable. Yes. Well, I 
I like you said, I think I have like a dainty frame for yes, sure. That's like what I'm, I meant. I'm smaller framed, but just have muscle from just being active my whole life and doing CrossFit and Which at one point in our marriage you were one hundred. Yes. Yep, when I was just basically eating oh this is before I started CrossFit. I had done, you know, cheer, softball, gymnastics, dance, everything throughout my whole life. And then when I graduated college, I wasn't really doing anything active. So for a couple of years there, I wasn't exercising. I was just eating until I was full. And so my nature in doing that is to just be a smaller framed, like small person. So I was 100 pounds then. That's where I was getting at. By nature, you're just naturally like a small person. So you wouldn't think at 36 weeks we'd have this over six pound baby already. Because some are born at six. Some like are born full term at like six seven pounds for sure that's what the lady said today at um first glimpse she was like you just wouldn't think you're so tiny and there's a six pound baby in there and you still have a few weeks to go (laughs) i'm like yeah we love that but yeah we have our families guessing at at the weight and the the date she'll come so feel free to comment or message us and, and throw your guess in see if you can be right her due date is may 8th so we'll have people guessing saying like most first pregnancies go longer than the due dates, but we may go shorter since she's already so big. You just never know. And then uh, also she's six pounds, three ounces. So you can kind of calculate if you think she's going to be an eight pound baby or even push upwards to nine. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, I would like her to hold off until we get our nursery finished. We're in the midst of... Of working on that, we've had to wait on some things to come in before we could get everything kind of situated and together. So yesterday we got the crib together, though. Finally, yes, we did. We put the crib together, so that's fun. Jordan and his mom are going to be doing the wallpaper. Don't this, don't make it sound like that. Jordan week. and his mummy <laughs> doing the wallpaper. Jordan and his mummy. No, I'm joking. No. I do enjoy her help. I always enjoy like a helping hand. They're good like duo dynamic y'all y'all have similar personalities and thought processes so y'all just work really well together um and y'all are both like very tedious so it's like i trust yeah let's be clear though i could do do. this by myself it's because i want the help (laughs) Uh and i I desire my mother being there as there is no shame as moral support no shame and no it's just my mommy game my my dynamic as a handyman and wanting to do everything by myself all right. I'll get that fixed one day. Good. So Other things with the nursery, though, like we got everything else, though, right? We're waiting on our chair to come in, which Ooh. I don't know when that's going to be, the little gliding chair. Yeah. But other than that, I think we'll we'll have everything pretty much and just oh, the dresser. Oh, yeah. We're waiting on dresser, which is supposed to get here next week, next Wednesday, yeah. um, because all of her stuff is just kind of like, shoved together right now because i wanted to wait to get the dresser to kind of give get it all organized so yeah what's the deal with shipping lately has, yeah. has anybody tried shipping something like even b- mainly big items i was about to say i feel like furniture is always is it always like this i feel like furniture is always like so long and then the company that we got our dresser from i've gotten a lot of things from and it always takes with dresser items or whatever 
furniture items, it always takes so long. So I don't know if it's just that company or in general. You I think purchase it and they're giving you like two month estimation dates for arrival. It's insane. I don't know if it's because it's made in a different country. It's so big. So then to schedule delivery to get it to this location and then to get it. Yeah, I guess furniture in general maybe just typically takes a long time. Maybe it's because we live in BFE. Maybe. Yeah. They're like, look, we're not coming out there (laughs) for another until we have at least five orders. Right. We're like, okay, people start start buying things. Yeah. Everyone replies and they're like, "Uh, yeah, we don't have problems shipping anything. I live in Dallas. I live in LA. Like, Right. (laughs) And we also started packing our hospital bag. That's a big part that we're finding out in pregnancy is like hospital bag. We didn't really know that, I feel like. Did you know that? No, I, when somebody said a hospital bag, I'm like, oh yeah, grab your little duffel bag and throw your toothbrush and like whatever. And then thankfully for like TikTok, I've come across a multiple, I'm kind of on baby TikTok or pregnancy TikTok. I've come across multiple TikToks of people packing like full suitcases of, of rightfully so, like everything you would need and i'm like oh okay well i'm glad i saw this because i did not know yeah stay tuned we'll be uh creating a what's in our hospital bag uh reel or something and pasting it posting it so you guys can see because well you need to save stuff like that like for when you get pregnant no i've definitely had people say like oh what are you gonna because i did a little picture of the suitcase and they're like what all are you packing and i was like i will once i I don't know but once i know and have it all together i will definitely share so yeah that also reminds me with the nursery updates we are we said we're working with a brand but we will do like a full nursery reveal i'm sure yeah definitely and kind of like show kind of what who we partnered with and uh it'll be exciting yes that'll be at the end of this month so i guess a couple of weeks or so we should be doing that posting it on instagram at joe and kemp so yeah stay tuned yes another big thing and i would say this is probably one of the biggest things and even as i just scroll content and come across stuff because i don't always know everything you are posting um another big thing though is your workout videos i've been i've i see like you won't tell me you're posting something just it's a update of like this week I've been doing this this week I've been doing that but I feel like it's very uh very interesting to everyone like kind of what you've been doing how you've been feeling and just give us a little update on that yeah for sure um it's funny because before you get pregnant you just don't really maybe think about or realize what all of that looks like exactly and what you are allowed or not allowed to do Um, I definitely didn't until I talked to my doctor and she basically just said whatever. And I think this has kind of become the consensus and an evolution of the thought process and the science behind everything through the years. I think it used to be, oh, like, don't lift anything heavy, like sit on the couch, don't do anything. You know, I think maybe they just didn't know. And now they're seeing that continuing to do what you were doing before as long as you know it's safe for the baby you're obviously not hitting your belly on anything or putting yourself in situations that are risky too definitely and people could probably say or think that some of the things that I do working out are quote-unquote risky but when it's something that you've been doing for six years or so and not only have I been doing these movements for six years or so I've just been very 
active and agile and moving and, you know, all these things my whole life, gymnastics, coordination, flipping around, jumping, whatever that looks like, um, which has helped me with all that, with the balance, with everything like that. So when I got pregnant and I was, you know, asking my doctor what's okay to do, what can I do, what can I not is it okay to still do CrossFit? She was like, I strongly encourage you to continue to do CrossFit. She was like, it will be so good for you and the baby and for labor and everything to just stay moving and stay feeling normal and your body continuing to just do the normal things that you've been doing. Um, the only thing she advised me against is obviously like muscle-ups or snatch, anything that would hit um, on my belly, and then going upside down. And so those things I have avoided, but everything else, she's like, listen to your body. And there's some things like running or double-unders or something that you may eventually have to stop because it's uncomfortable pressure and stuff down there. So I've just been listening to my body and and I've been feeling so good yeah i i think you said it great by saying and this is kind of like just what every pregnant woman says or whatever it's just kind of the rule of thumb you're good to do whatever you've been doing and you said because some people will look at your stuff and say like well this seems risky but if you've been doing it, you know kind of exactly how to move your body to do it safely and the risks that are involved with it. And so then you can kind of make the uh, decision to, okay, let's avoid these things because I'm not as comfortable with them or whatever. But I feel like you've done a great job and, and has your energy been great or like good? Yes. Yeah, so definitely in the first trimester is when my energy levels were the lowest and I just listen to my body. I don't think you should ever force yourself to, you know, obviously there's going to be days where you're like, oh, like I'm not feeling it today, but let me just go move and do something. But also that, you know, in the first trimester is when your body is doing the most, I feel like changing and adjusting and everything like that. And it's just, you feel super tired and exhausted. So I definitely took it easier in the first trimester. And then I would say, um, like in the second trimester, my energy levels and everything started picking back up, working out and breathing felt a little more normal and everything like that. So second and third trimesters for working out have have been great and have felt normal and my energy levels have been good. I just was telling you this morning that like the past couple of days I felt a little bit more tired. The sun hasn't been out, so that could have something to do with it. I haven't slept like as good the past two nights, but which they say third trimester is just when it really goes downhill as far as like comfort level and sleeping. Everyone you've said like, "How's it going?" and you tell them, "You know, I'm just I'm having a little trouble sleeping." They're like, "Uh huh." And they look at your belly like, "Uh huh." Like third trimester, yeah, I'm sure you're uncomfortable a good bit. Yeah, so that was something else I didn't know before getting pregnant. Which I just didn't know, like maybe a lot of people did. I really just didn't know anything about pregnancy. I haven't had a ton of friends that were pregnant or that I just had all this information about it. Um, but when you're pregnant up to a certain point, but I think I just did it from the very get go because I'm terrified of messing something up or doing something wrong. But you can't sleep on your back like up, flat. On your yes. Back. At yeah. a certain point, because it can put 
um, like pressure on your spinal cord or something with nerves and yeah. and could you know hinder blood flow to the baby and different things like that. And then you can sleep on your stomach until your belly kind of starts getting big, really, and it feels uncomfortable. So I did sleep on my stomach until I started kind of getting a belly. And so then for the past, man, I don't even know when it was, but for a while I've been confined to my sides. So right side and left side. And so as you can imagine, those being the only sleeping positions, your belly's obviously big. It's getting heavy. It's kind of pulling down on your back. And, you know, there's just your back's feeling compressed because of the weight pulling down and it's kind of hard to breathe and your organs are getting a little smushed up and things like that. But, um, you just kind of figure it out and make it work. I'll get up sometimes in the middle of the night, obviously a lot to, to pee, but also to just, I'll sit up, like go in the living room and just sit up for like 10 minutes to just decompress my back and then come back and be able to go back to sleep so it's just finding what works for you or sometimes we've found out that you will get up and eat a bowl of honey nut cheerios i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) i think it's so funny no i'll i usually monitor my calories pretty good through the day and just know how much i need to eat especially like if i'm working out and things like that but sometimes i'll just wake up at three o'clock in the morning and i'm so like feeling so hungry and I'm like, okay, I've got to eat something. And that's just been my go-to because Jordan's like, why don't you eat like nuts or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, the thought of waking up at three in the morning with a dry mouth already from sleeping like, and let me go eat some nuts and just dry my mouth out even more. I was like, it's just something about a bowl of cereal. And I, I don't fix a big bowl. It's just like, you know, just enough to kind of like fill me up until I wake up to eat breakfast. But it's just cold and... It just Tasty. reminds me of like a two-year-old's <laughs> diet. Like they wake up in the middle of the night like, I want cereal. <laughs> Is that what two-year-olds sound like? Yeah, I want cereal. You want cereal. Right. I don't know if that's a boy or a girl, but mm. it's definitely a two-year-old. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, that's been, that's been my late snack of choice. So, Well, I want to go back to... You're working out, you're feeling good, all the uh, not sleeping the best, but kind of overall energy is great and high. When you go into the gym, are you surprised that you're PRing like personal records, setting PBs, personal bests and lifts, like lifting heavier than you ever have in the past? Definitely. It's not something that I expected to do at all. And when I was early in pregnancy and I would see videos and things of women hitting PRs or different things like that. I'm like, oh, that's like insane. That's so crazy. You know, I'm thinking like they're probably doing strength cycles or something like that. I was like, I'm sure I won't be like doing that. That's not my goal at all. But I was like, that's awesome. Like, you know, that's so crazy, whatever. Well, that's kind of how it has happened for me is that was not ever the intent or has been something I've been trying to do or work towards. Each time it's happened has been like happenstance. So I PR have PR my deadlift and my back squat um, since being pregnant. And with the deadlift, I was just doing like some strength that day. And it said like build to a heavy one or two or something like that. It wasn't supposed to be like a, a one or a max. And what I had built to was my like one or at max. And it just felt so good. And I was like, I'm already like this far into it and I'm warm and I'm that felt so light. I was like, should I just like 
throw on some more plates and just try. And we're like, yeah, why not? Like, it feels good. So that's kind of how that came about. Wasn't planned. And then I think for the back squat and the programming that day, it just had like some back squats and it was like, I think it may have said find a winner at max, but my mind isn't going like, my mind's going, oh, maybe I can at least just hit my winner at max, like, which was 235 on back squat. I was like, maybe I can at least just get to that, you know, so you're just squatting and I'm like, I'll stop when it's not feeling good anymore. And then I did 235. I'm like, okay, that felt pretty good let's add some more it's like feeling good and whatever and so it's just crazy I don't I don't know what that is I don't know if it's just the extra hormones or the extra body weight or what but it's very interesting I mean usually just bigger people are stronger just because your body is bigger you have more kind of like you said body weight and so you're able to move that but I mean yeah you've impressed me in there like just being able to do that and for those of you who are like aren't comfortable with lifting and don't like it seems dangerous to be like trying to do a one rep like trying to go heavier than you've ever gone before when you've lifted a lot you can tell when your body is like strong in a lift and when everything is moving properly all of your joints are lined up you're able to control the lift throughout the entire thing it's not some chaotic thing where I'm just gonna drop down into a bottom of squat and give it everything I got and I'm not comfortable but just so I can stand up again and call a one rep max that wasn't really what you're doing you're really when you're building up to a heavy the one before or the one where you're kind of hit you're you're attempting your all-time record and it feels completely controlled and you feel strong throughout the whole movement when you're very comfortable with lifting, you know you can do more. Right. Safely. But just because you know that there was nothing, there was no pressure in weird spots or any uncomfortability. It's just that felt solid. My muscles are working how they're supposed to. My joints feel good. Everything's controlled. If you told me I had to I had to do something different or I had to jump out from underneath that weight or I had to make a quick decision, I could because I was in complete control the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. I just, I'm trying to think of it from a perspective of somebody who like doesn't really lift. It kind of sounds crazy, you know? Totally. And I think, yeah, that's the thing is when it's not something you're used to doing and you don't do that. So you don't understand the comfortability with the movement and you see someone doing it. It's like, oh my God, that's crazy. That can't be safe. And it's like, when it's something you're so comfortable doing, like you said, and everything feels good and right and whatever, there's no, I haven't once in any workout movement that I have done thought, oh man, like I'm scared I may hurt the baby or I may fall in a way that's going to, I haven't had that fear and that's not because I just don't worry about it or I don't care because you know of all people that I worry about like everything with the baby. I'm like, oh no, like should I not, take this warm bath or should I you know I've should I not eat this I'm very hyper concerned when it comes to the baby but when it comes to working out at the point my body has felt the way it has and my doctor has said please continue like lift heavy squat do all these things that you feel completely comfortable with because it's healthy then I've just felt very comfortable and confident in in doing that and that's another like question that a lot of people have asked with like lifting and just things like that is does your core feel normal does like do you feel like there's pressure on the baby when you're like lifting or working out or whatever and for me I haven't it's crazy because when I'm back squatting or something like that 
I forget or I can't even tell sometimes that I have like a belly there. I'll obviously do like a wider stance to make room for my belly and stuff like that. But I can't, it's not like, oh, I'm squatting and I can feel this big belly there. It's like my core muscles and everything have felt the same, which isn't the same for everyone because I've heard other people say, oh, my core at some point just completely gave out and has collapsed and, you know, I can't do any of these movements and things like that anymore. So everybody's bodies are so different and there's not one standard to, oh man, like I've been doing CrossFit for a while too, so I should be able to lift heavy or PR or different things like that. It's so important to listen to your body, listen to your doctor and just do what feels completely safe and right for you. No matter what that is. Some days that's going for a walk is, and that's all I'll do some days. It's just like, that is all I have today. That's what's good enough. And if that's all you do the whole time, that's great. It's just moving and, you know, moving your body and, and staying healthy. Yeah. You showed me that one girl who PR'd her mile. So we're not talking about lift anymore. We're talking about moving your body. She was a runner and she was what? 37, 38, 39. No, she was literally 39 or 40 weeks. So she's full term pretty much. And she ran the fastest mile she's ever run in her whole life. But Kemper, who doesn't run like that. Yes, we run in CrossFit, but it's not to the extent of like training for endurance or miles or whatever. It's just running for to breathe and to move your body and exercise. But this girl runs a ton. She PR'd her her mile, the fastest she's ever run it. But you struggle to like run as fast as you used to. Oh, 100%. I struggle to even trot. Like sometimes walking is a waddle is a waddle and is pressure like down there. So that just goes to show that, you know, where you're completely fit or whatever in one area, it may not look the same just all around. It's not like just because you're you're thriving in this area that you can kind of just do anything like yeah so I just don't really run because that is uncomfortable for me and it's funny because doing like a box jumper doing like a jump or something isn't but that consistent just running like that is pretty uncomfy so yeah. we, we st- we're staying away from that it just shows though that everybody's different and everybody can do different things and has different uh pregnancy journeys um but I'm fully supportive of it, and I'm even starting to call myself the doula. Yes. I, uh, I We kind of have been watching videos on birthing and labor and delivery, just trying to prepare ourselves for the day and when the time comes, you know, what to expect. And uh, we've been hearing this terminology that, that some people have doulas, which is an emotional, spiritual, physical support person who uh, is with you through the entire labor to help, you know, support you and just give you that support. <laughs> right. And uh, I can't think support. of any other word than, <laughs> than support. So uh, that's what they do. And I'm not trying to disrespect doulas out there. So it's, I'm jokingly calling myself a doula. I don't actually think I qualify or have done the amount of sur- studying and research and learning that they have. But I am doing as much as I'm capable of and... For sure. If you don't know, Jordan is, I always call him the master researcher. If (laughs) something can be researched and discovered and figured out, he will spend all of the time doing it, which I thoroughly appreciate because I am not a researcher at all. So just with pregnancy and everything, he has just researched everything and gathered all this knowledge and has 
informed both of us of so many things and he is the best like supporter like you do such a good job of being supportive and educating and caring and loving and yeah I just wow. couldn't I couldn't think of a better <laughs> support person honestly well thank you mm-hmm. you're welcome I just I couldn't imagine I try to put myself in your shoes of like you're carrying our baby. We do everything together, work out, work, eat, cook, watch TV. It's just how our relationship works best. It's how we enjoy it the most. It's how it seems the healthiest. And so I couldn't imagine having to go through something so substantial as carrying a baby for nine months inside of me and going through the birthing, actually going through so much pain to get this baby out of me and it will equally be as much my child as it is your child. I get it's your body now, and so you make decisions, and it is part of you, and so it's more real to you. But for you to have to do that for nine months and birth the baby and whatever, and then for me to just claim 50% of that child, it feels wrong. And so I, I, and I, I couldn't imagine being so isolated in that that you weren't going through that with me. And so I want to be there for you and like, try to go through the things that you're going through, at least mentally, because I can't physically. And so like mentally put myself in your shoes and kind of like, well, what is she feeling? What is this supposed to be like? How can I help? And so like, I think as a doula, you can actually labor with the person. Like, yes, I can't feel the contractions. I can't, but I can massage. I can put pressure on certain points. I can help relieve stress and tension in your muscles. I can help with the mental, give you reminders and focus points on how to breathe. And so that's that's kind of what I've been, yeah, my research has been revolving around lately. Any men that are listening to this podcast, take notes. Any women that are looking for a man or with a currently currently with a man, if he is not living up to these standards, then you might need to find somebody else because no, I mean, I I think that's just a beautiful mindset that you have of, of, you know, I'm, I'm carrying the baby and I'm doing all this. And it, it is funny because we've talked about that. We're used to, like we said, doing everything together. So the fact that I'm in a sense experiencing something and having this experience where there's a human inside of me and not you and I'll be like, oh, she's moving or yeah, I can feel this and come feel or, you know, I'm almost in a sense experiencing it without you in a, you know, in a sense like you won't have the baby or human inside of you to know or understand. It's it's crazy. So I definitely think and appreciate that you have done and gone above and beyond to be a part and contribute and help and everything as as much as you possibly can yeah well i i have enjoyed it and it has been my pleasure it has been a fun journey yeah and i know some relationships out there some dads uh are the provider the sole provider and so if your energy is taken up all day with work and manual labor i mean it is a lot more difficult for some guys i'm just trying to say some guys have a situation that they're in that would make it much more difficult to be as active and as supportive and involved as I am just because I do have more time than the average man and I do have 
uh, I don't have as much, I don't have as many things demanding my attention and time. So I'm able to put this and I feel like it's just, I should rightfully use it to support you and help you because I can and I'm able. Yes, that makes sense. And you can just from here on out call me Daddy Doula. Maybe just Doula. <laughs> nah, or maybe <laughs> just Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Call me Daddy. Daddy Doula. You sound like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want you to call me daddy doesn't mean you should act like a baby. Daddy? <laughs> or a man. <laughs> daddy. Um, but yeah, with with Jordan doing all the doula research and stuff, if all goes as hoped and planned, we would love to be able to just, you know, labor at home as long as possible in the comfort of our own home and and basically just go in the hospital when we're ready to really have the baby and start pushing and everything like that. But you never know what's going to happen. Is baby going to flip? What are the circumstances going to be? You never know. So we're just taking it as it comes and believing that it's all going to work out how it's supposed to. Yes. And amen. Amen. I think that kind of sums up everything. Or I mean, there's a lot more you could definitely right. dive into, but everything that maybe we're going to cover and in this life update. Yeah, if you're, we're happy to answer any questions if we didn't cover something that that you're curious about. But yeah, we're about to go soak up some some sun on this beautiful Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Yes, hope you guys have a lovely weekend and. Uh, we may have a baby next time we talk to you guys. We may not. Stay tuned. That's how we're ending every episode from here on out. <laughs> yeah. You until know, we may have a baby <laughs> next time we talk to you. Until she's here. Signing off is the last time not parents. Possibly. All right. Bye. Bye.